Yeah! Hey. Welcome one and all! Ooh, look at everybody out there, in here, everywhere. Thank you, everybody, for joining the best damn podcast in the world! Yeah! Tonight's episode, issue number 206, we are joined by our very esteemed panel. We have Booster Greg! Oh, yeah, I still... Still don't have an I've, I've thought about it and I've, I've narrowed it down to like 25 different things so we'll see what happens next week hmm. yeah we have also tv's casey it's a me tv's casey hey, oh i can't him. use that one now damn it all right damn it yeah, maybe you can cast something back you back to the can. drawing board Cast it there. Casting. I'm not sure. You perhaps podcast. Cast it. Hmm. Podcast it. Broadcast. There. Broadcast. Podcast. Broadcast. Podcast. Ooh, don't take that. This Ooh, right. Pat pending. Pat pending. Just want to thank everyone who's been listening on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Google Play, Google Music, whatever it's called, Apple Podcasts, mm. iHeartRadio, everywhere you can listen to a podcast, all your podcasting apps needs. Um, thank you everyone who's been tuning in each and every week to Twitch.tv slash Back at Funky, checking out Booster Greg streams hey. on Twitch.tv slash Booster Greg, uh, and also uh, whenever Casey does does his yeah. thing, which is also I, I am also I'm also a member <laughs> of this show. I I too stream things Hello. sometimes. Hey, he I, listen, also I did a little bit of Fallen Order this past week. It's true. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Casey, you're you're on a, another pretty interesting podcast too as well. What That's that true. I am on the Blazing Defender Report presents. The Mando Monologues. It's on twitch.tv slash Blazing Defender. Time currently fluctuating. You know, honestly, we talk basically nothing about The Mandalorian and just shoot shit about Star Wars. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you came for some people arguing about the entire history of Darth Maul, you could find it there. How can you argue? (laughs) It's there. It's in set Yeah, well, here's the... Just to give you a hot summary, in case you didn't see the entire episode, we were arguing whether Maul's position as, like, head of Black Sun, Crimson Dawn, whatever, you name it, criminal organization, was the manipulation of Palpatine. And I'm like, dude, it's all of Maul's crime lord shit happens after he escapes the Emperor and Son of Dathomir. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, he's his own man. Like, what do you think? The emperor is like, I need you to go to Malachor and become an old wizard. Because, because after all that, that stuff, like there was, yeah, there was a huge cliffhanger where, where Palpatine and Maul was fighting right. and it was like alluded to that, that, that he died, but he didn't. Cause then he later on fought Kenobi and died like a yeah. bitch. Mm. I don't know why there was Well, he got, sm- but, Kenobi uh, fucking smoked him, which is great. But also, yes. I don't think, I don't think it's great. Cause I really like Darth Maul. And I think for Fil- Filoni wrote him out like a I don't bitch, know, man. Dude. Like right before that, his big day in the sun is he, he basically greased three inquisitors by himself. Yeah, I mean, t- to I, be fair, the, uh, the Darth Darth Maul, the character as we know from Phantom Menace, died a long time ago. Cutting he died cutting well half. before. He, well, yeah. he died, yeah, yeah, well before that last Obi Wan, and after yeah. that, it's just like uh, it's just this weird. Any, any Maul we get is just bonus Maul. It's just bonus. <laughs> <laughs> be grateful you got a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, speaking of bonus content, uh, Booster Greg also has another podcast. Yeah, that's right. We have um, a, it's called Adapt This, a DC Animated Universe podcast. Didn't fuck it up that time. I'm very proud of myself. Um, we talk about the DC comics and then the animated movies that were based off of the comics. Uh, we have two more episodes left in this season coming up, and then it's going to be on a little bit of an indefinite hiatus because we're running out of movies essentially. So. <laughs> 
it's a good problem to have, but you know, yeah. it's it's a good time as part of the Geek Generation Network. So if if you are listening to this podcast, go ahead and search for that one. Give it an old subscribe, and if you feel like you like it, and you feel like you want to give it a five star review, and this one as well, it's just like it's very easy. You just hit like you count one, two, three, four, five. If you can't count to five, just know it's after three, and after four. Just so you know, there's no six. It's the most you could possibly do. So hit the most stars, and then you're good. You're done. That's it. Yeah. Maximum. Super maximum. Stars. All the stars. Yeah. Speaking of stars, yeah. there's a, a star just dropped a trailer Ooh. this week. And uh, Casey, what do we got? Uh, we got a Black Widow trailer, which is great. Oh, wait. It's 2019 and not 2013. I forgot. People don't actually care. <laughs> Did anyone ever really care, though? There's I, there, I, there is a people, fandom of people, people who legitimately really? care about Black Widow and wanted yeah and wanted really? her to have this movie yeah people would have been so hot on this right after Avengers came out I guarantee I think they would or, have been hot even, on or it even like war. like right after Civil War where this where this takes place after Civil War before Infinity War yeah yeah so it, it's out my question is like I mean there is an audience for this because a lot of people on Twitter were, were really happy this came out they gave it glowing reviews yada yada people are like I'm down to see it day one. But we know her end fate. So is this like like a solo situation? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, look, it kind of depends, right? I, I had this. I read a bunch of stuff about this on Twitter. And, and this is my take. Han Solo, we see him die. Force Awakens. Three years later, we get the Han Solo movie. <laughs> and it's kind of like, we watch it. It's kind of a mediocre film. Mediocre! Overall. Mediocre, Mossov! I mean, Ron Howard whoever directed the movie it was um, Ron Howard yeah yeah it was yeah. Ron Howard um but yeah it uh you know and people were like okay like but why do we need this like I we just saw Han Solo die like who cares right you know um and it's a little the same here although the timing is very the timing's close a lot because better. Infinity well I don't know if it's a lot better or a lot worse I feel like the closer you put a character's death to their flashback or origin story or what have you, the worse it actually is. Yeah. I, no, see, um, I, I disagree. I like the timing of this, and I, I think it's just for the wrong character. Because I'm not a big Black okay. Widow fan, period. Like, it's, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, but I like the timing. That was my big problem with Solo and how late that came out in terms of after Han Solo's death. So what this, like, is I think they're trying to do is this is Black Widow's victory lap. This is the, all right, you know she's dead, but you get one last taste of her adventure. And, like, mm. for fans who really, like, kind of want to see, like, a proper goodbye, this is, like, her life flashing before her eyes, essentially, only in movie form. That's my take. Wow, that's a really eloquent way to put that, and it, it kind of kind of sells me on it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yep. There you go. I'm if done for tonight. One last oh, look. Time for a nap. <laughs> yeah, you could you could sit back and yeah, coach. Well, you we know, go. I saw another you know criticism levied where it's like you know the people that complain about this movie being pointless or you know have no right to complain about the Obi Wan series with you and McGregor, oh. and I'm like, I'm like, but has Obi Wan really died in our hearts? Because it's like. When have we seen Obi Wan? Well, he died in 1977. Obi Wan has never died. He's um, only gained but more then he powerful. Was a ghost in exactly. Yeah, he's one with the force. The force is alive. And then he was a ghost in 1983. And then he was a young man in 1999. Yeah. And you know, we've seen him up until 2006. Like, you know, it, he's sort of been in one of those omnipresent figures. And like, yeah, he dies, but it's like, who gives a yeah. shit? You know, like, were, was anybody really like super emotionally devastated about Obi Wan's death? When you first saw Star Wars, or were you like, yeah, that's coming? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, we've only saw him for like 
20 minutes yeah yeah you don't get a, you don't get yeah. a lot of him so his death is not as impactful right. like black widow's got a pretty solid death just to fight Hawkeye for the right to commit. I would suicide say that was more so the, annoying the team than can, solid. It was. They both could have gone. Off I'm just like just just both. just both of you jump, please. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, you know what? They both could have died. <laughs> yeah, get get two soul stones. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. But but the uh, yeah, the, uh, the the trailer itself in its own right like looks like a pretty cool like like kind of like born like Marvel like meets born like identity like like a kind of movie. You got like the quick pacing action. They're in like some European country or or you know like or in Russia or some shit. And uh, you got some car chases. You got what looks like Taskmaster. I hope that's not the final form. Oh, that's Taskmaster. Uh, I hope it's not the final form. I'm, I'm, it looks... There's two. There's two versions of his outfit in this trailer. Um, there's a more like muted gray on gray, which sucks uh, when he's shooting the bow and arrow out of the top of the you know the sunroof of a car. You keep on saying him. Oh, you're gonna you too. That's Rachel <laughs> Weiss. You think if it's you Rachel don't Weiss? think that's Rachel Weiss, then you're you're an idiot. I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, Taskmaster's a male character, right? But like, when has that ever stopped the MCU from deviating from the comics? I guess. And look, Taskmaster was a woman in the Deadpool Max book, so it's not unbelievable. But the okay. I mean, I, they, I mean, I want to put it past because you got Widow, you got her sister, you got some other chick, and now you got Taskmaster. It's all women. Yeah, and if you're a lady, you got to fight a lady. It's true. You Which know, is how I got. I mean, <laughs> Batwoman. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Or you know, the supreme intelligence in Captain Marvel is the the true. Can I just yeah. say, Taskmaster, like from the bow and arrow shot, looks like an evil Power Ranger. Yes, yeah. he, dude, he looks like Lord Zed. He looks like yeah, yeah. He looks like like Zed's younger brother who got a power like Morpher. It's it's Zed before pre. Oh my god! It just looks like like so someone is is cosplaying, and this is what <laughs> this is what we're doing here. I'm cosplaying. I'm coming after you, Widow. Bah, I got this I'm, bow. I got I'm, this motorcycle I'm helmet. Surprised. I put a skull on it. I'm honestly surprised Greg isn't love isn't in love with this because I was I would have pegged you big time for like Udon Taskmaster. No, this is stupid. Like where he's got like the the blue jumpsuit. This is just the, lazy. The you don't like it. It huh? looks like uh, Vigilante from DC Comics. Now, now, Soul Gator guy might bring up a good Wait, point Vigilante here. Or he, he was or saying, uh, "Just remember that they edit the looks on the trailer to prevent spoilers on the looks." Mm. It's possible. So, ah. so you're thinking that that's a false look to hide what he's really going to look like? It's or possible. It's possible. I don't know about that'd that. Be, I mean, I that'd know. be pretty big move. Pretty big move. I mean, they do that. Well, they 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 show a second costume where the it's a much wider, like, skull look on the mask. It's when really? he's shooting guns down in midair. Oh, um, was that him in the end? That's him. What? Yeah. Or I don't know what her. Uh, at what time stamp it is. Right, yes. Them. Let's just say them. Are, are you yeah. sure that's not just, like, a generic that's soldier? That's it, yeah. Look like, at him. G- generic soldier. That's Taskmaster. But no, 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 no look. All, all three of those guys skydiving in the end of the trailer had that same mask on. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. So they're just like generic they're, soldiers. You think they're just minions? I don't know. I think the the minions got a better looking costume. They do. <laughs> they're really, right. the henchmen. The unnamed scheme. henchmen have better looking. Costumes. I don't know. I, I think I feel like Taskmaster is a tough character to get right outfit wise because, like his original comic book costume, he's like pirate Skeletor, which is fucking <laughs> crazy, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, like, I love playing these, him in like, Marvel's Capcom, just like yeah, Cap. oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know what your frame of reference is. And I'm like, oh, he, yeah, he's in that game. And he looked, that's how he looks. Yeah. He looks, he looks ridiculous. Yeah. And his whole thing was, like, he copied your moves after seeing him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. You, you, it's t- it's tough to be an administrate fight because he's either already watched all of the videotapes of every fight you've ever been in, or he's on the defensive and like making a note of every move that you've taken against him right yeah. now. Yeah. Now David Harbour's in this, and uh, what character is he playing? Who is this red guy? He's he's Red Guardian. Red Guardian, who is the Soviet equivalent to Captain America, mostly in just like position mm. as a natural, like a national hero. Um, oh, there wasn't you know. any like a uh, super serum. Uh, one of the there's listen, there's seven of them. Okay, so it's it, it's crazy. Okay, but Russian superheroes like they just recycle through them. Like the Russian version of Iron Man, Crimson Dynamo. Mm-hmm. There's like twelve of that guy. Yeah. It's outrageous. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure one version of Red Guardian actually has super soldier powers. Um, and maybe related to the Red Room, but I'll be honest, my comic lore is a little lax there. Um, I think I think what they're doing with him in this movie is pretty Papa cool. Bear. Like he's like uh, he's a he's a cold he's a Cold War prisoner that you know he's probably lived f- through his entire period. Like he hasn't been in stasis or whatever. He's he's big and chunky, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, the suit still fits. <laughs> I love I'm that. Like, I'm here. Yeah, I'm fucking here for it. You know, ever since they made Thor schlubby and, and bearded, I'm like, give me more, give me more daddies. You look, look, I want you look more like melted ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looks, it looks interesting. You got the whole, uh, like her meeting her sister, like the, the, the red ballet thing going on. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson looking like a badass. I was kind of talking about this on, uh, uh, on streaming of the day. Like Scarlett Johansson, give it to her. She has, she has a smolder down. Like, and she can stand there and oh, look yeah. like the <laughs> baddest bitch Peak in the world. Smolder. Yeah. She's, she'll stand there and look like I'm about to fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if anything, to see her in action again, because you know, like they tried to recreate the whole, uh, Black Widow thing with that movie Salt. And and other students have tried to do it with like uh you know Red uh, Sparrow yeah, yeah. Red Sparrow Hello. Charlie's uh Th- Theron's movie because you're like all right Atomic but people Blonde. do like you know yeah. people like but much to Elizabeth Banks' chagrin people do like Ooh. badass females and badass like gritty roles like people love seeing that shit you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and uh, I love I love the white suit too in this trailer it looks really cool yeah looks good yeah especially you're doing the superhero landing superhero landing they all do it's yeah. very bad on the knees yeah. I wonder if they're going to show actually how old she is. Because Maybe. they have nothing left to lose. Black Widow in the comics is a lot older than she appears. Yeah. I mean, this she was a teenager. In this World is going to be a great way to kind of like just finish off her story and any questions that there were to think like like that, like her age, origin, things like that. It's yeah. Everything but Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> can you everything but can the you Budapest. can you imagine if the end? Or if, like, the end of this movie is her flashing back thinking about Budapest, and then it just, like, Yo. cuts. Hawkeye <laughs> just shows up at the end, gives a yeah. little nod, and we're all just like, yeah, you're not going to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice try, Renner. But uh, but uh, th- this movie, are you guys weirdo? interested in seeing it day one? Matinee? Wait till it comes out digital? I'll see it, op- always, always I'll see day it opening one. weekend. I'm not in a rush, to be honest. Yeah. Like, if, if someone spoils always this for me, I'm, I'm not going to really care. <laughs> Superman dies. Friday, <laughs> Friday date night after work? Man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you hear that, Dave? I don't care if you spoil this for me. <laughs> I've got to tell you something that I'm real surprised yeah. about. That this movie is just called Black Widow. And not... Uh, I don't know, like Black Widow and then a subtitle. Like Black Widow Reckoning or Black Widow Revengeance. Because like, I think that that would imply that there's going to be more. <laughs> Black yeah, Widow maybe. out to task. Yeah. Black Widow, because reasons. Why? <laughs> because because reasons. 
Yep. Black Widow, it's about Black to. Widow, the <laughs> final task. Yeah, internet's excited. Everyone's excited. Yeah. Uh, looks pretty good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, next thing coming up. Um, this is something I'm actually very excited about. Lock and Key got picked up by Netflix and now has an official launch date of February 7th, 2020. Uh, for those of you who... That's it's right literally around the right corner. around the corner. For those of you who are unaware, uh, Lock and Key is a, a graphic novel. Actually, it was a comic book series. It came out with single issues. Um, yeah. Written by Joe Hill. And AKA the oh, sun. Don't bury the lead, man. Let me build it up. I didn't get some flavor funny. into here. A little salt, a little pepper, okay, a little paprika. Okay, okay, okay. Showmanship, okay. Casey. Oh, Showmanship. So, uh, Lock and Key, the, the story of it's amazing. I never finished the, the series, unfortunately. I got really close. Um, for those of you who don't know, Lock and Key is about a family from um, New England whose uh, the father gets murdered. So, um, they move over to California, try to get a new start, and California. they get kind of called back to their father's childhood home. Um, if this sounds kind of like a Stephen King, this is, this is the flavor. This sounds kind of like a Stephen King story, movie, book, whatever. It's because it kind of is. It's written by his son, who goes by Joe Hill. Uh, his real name is Joe Hillsbrand King. That's where Joe Hill comes from. Uh, great writer. He's written things like The Cape, which is another fantastic. Uh, mm. It was a single one shot that. Too good to yeah, last. But it got uh, spread out a little bit more, which is about a kid who uh, had a cape and he thought he could fly. And he grows up and he kind of becomes kind of a schmuck. Girlfriend leaves him, finds the cape. Turns out he really can fly. First thing he does, goes over to his girlfriend. What do you think he's going to have? Superman, Lois Lane moment for Superman 1? He kind of mm-hmm. does, and then he drops her on purpose. Yeah, and sits there with hero bows. It's fucking dark. It's fucking great. These are the Damn. kind of things yeah. that Joe Hill writes. He does a lot of horror, just like his father. Um, it, it has a very similar feel, but it's a like it some feels kind of a little fresher because I think it's coming from a younger source. Um, Lock and Key is amazing. The whole premise when they go back to the house is they find these keys and they. We put them in the doors and different things happen. There's a death key where if you walk through it, you die and you become a ghost. So you can always go back into your body because your body is still functional unless something happens to your body. Uh, There's a key where you can walk in, you become giant. There's uh, a key that you can put into the back of people's heads and it unlocks like their top of their skull pops up. You can see like their inner workings and it's not like a brain. It's just like you see like their imagination. You see like creatures come out and stuff like that. It's really fucking cool. There's um, a being in the well that's trying to murder everyone. It's just like it goes on and on and on and on and on. This has had a kind of a sordid past in terms of getting adapted to live action. There was going to be a movie at one point and it got nixed. So this is like I'm very, very, very excited for this because it's a great book. Well written. And with Netflix's budget, I think they can do a really good job. And having it spread out is amazing and not just keeping it to a movie form. So it sounds interesting. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. I have I have to actually finish all those books because they are really cool and the art is amazing as well. So nice. be on the lookout for that February seventh. Hey, yeah. also on the lookout or on the run. Da-da-ba-da. We got a new James Bond. Uh, James Bond. Oh man, why won't it just die? More Daniel Craig. You. I said. mean, there is no time to hey, die. What's the name of the new up. movie? Wow. So we got Daniel Craig coasting down in a DB9. Mm, a sweet little Aston Martin from back in the day. 
Um, so this looks interesting. So people were, were kind of afraid because before this trailer came out, before any information came out, the only thing we knew was that there'd be a female double O. Uh, people were kind of freaking out. Oh my God, it's going to be new James Bond. Oh, it's, like, oh, oh, it's a woman. It's a black woman. Oh my God. Oh, people's heads like exploded on the wall, brain matter <laughs> everywhere. But it, but this trailer looks like she's working in tandem with him or, or just parallel alongside of him, not replacing him. Because it looks like in this trailer, uh, 007 is, um, you know, not, not what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's come back... Uh, um, you know, for, from the dead somewhat, and he has to do a job, and this other double O is also doing it as well. So it looks like they're working together, but she's trying to, you know, be like, hey, I'm newer, I'm fresher, you're older, you know, because like she was like, hey, I'm doing this job, if you get in my way, I'm going to shoot you in the knees. I mean, the one that works, you know, like, old man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it looks very, very slick and stylish, as all 007s do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll reserve my judgment. I need, like, another trailer or something to sell me in this because, like, Skyfall was kind of boring. It was it was all right. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, but the pacing was really slow. Um, That's the only Bond movie I haven't seen. Really? Skyfall? Yeah. It was... Uh, no, Spectre. Oh, Skyfall Spectre. Oh, okay. Skyfall is cool. Yeah, so, so Skyfall, eh, the pacing for me was kind of kind of slow, but it had some some alright moments in it. But uh, I love that that Christoph Waltz is in this, and yeah. Rami Malek looks like to be the big bad. Interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and I, lo- and I love that. But like, like we're going back to Bond. Like Bond villains are like really like caricatures. They're yeah. like like twirly. They're weird. Yeah, they're twirly must mustachey. <laughs> Give me the weird. Yeah, you know, and and uh, and this one, Remy Malik, uh, he's wearing a mask and he has some kind of like disfigurement on his face, and it looks it looks yeah. really cool. And he's on like Mister Double Seven Bird. And uh, oh man, uh, and it has that oh man that girl from um, from Blade Runner uh, twenty four never Ryan Gosling uh, Anna D something and she looks really Anna Armas yes Anna Armas God oh, got a huge crush on her she looks so cute dude she's so freaking cute and she kicks ass in this dude I was like holy shit she does like Listen, some she's, crazy she's like great. This she's great and knives kick. out man oh she's not yeah i gotta, you see guys gotta go see it yeah yeah she was she's she was incredible in blade runner where she's playing ryan gosling's uh like digital girlfriend mm-hmm. she did a great job at that so i can't wait to see what's gonna happen in here yeah and i love the ending of this trailer we got like the classic 007 gatling guns coming out of the headlights but like so of the aston Martin, i can't get dude. excited oh. about that anymore yeah like iron man's a thing now like why am i gonna get like excited about like oh, fucking no. guns coming out of a car or do you get a gun coming out <laughs> of a robot like <laughs> I know, but it's like in some, like a different vein, you know. But what like I mean? it's just, I don't know. Like there's some things that yeah, like yeah. kind of. No, I, I I hear you too because like we had like the crazy one of the craziest movies of all time, Avengers. Yeah. Ending, right, and it had like all these crazy super superheroes. And they all do like crazy shit. Like we got a guy who who calls down thunder. Right? It's like, like like I think Endgame just ruined big action movies for me because like the last what was it half an hour? This that last battle. I'm just all like just is literally scene. everything I've ever wanted in a movie. And now yeah. there's nothing left. I just felt like just like being Spider-Man no more, just like throwing out like my movie tickets and just walking put it in away. a trash can, walking into the distance. <laughs> that's what it is. It's, it's right off. It's not going to get sunset. any better than that. And just that's that's the thing with comic book movies. You know, you can't you can never outdo now what right. has been done. There's right. no way. But like, um, so you just have to do weird. And but different. like, I think that's kind of what Bond's trying to do here too. Is like they're trying to go back to the classic stuff. And it's very interesting how cyclical that is because they're like, all right, we can't go like huge anymore. We can do our big action, but like we're not going to get bigger than what's out there. So let's kind of go back to like the origin stuff. Let's get let's get the character villains going on. Who cares about like the? They need actors. an into the Bondiverse. Oh my god! Oh, where you, you have get, like a bunch of oh, oh all the Bonds. You get all the old old Yo, double O's. That's crazy. I'll be crazy. 
Daisy into the <laughs> they got multiverse with James Bond. Any anytime, Mrs. Broccoli, just send me a check. And you know they could do it too because James Bond has like like some like fantastical shit. You know what I mean? Like like a Bond villain could like have created some kind of device, just like Spider Verse. All right, like for some similar yeah. purpose, because Bond does get like goofy, like like like, like fantasy sometimes. Really, I don't I mean, think it's you, ever gonna happen. Guy... It's never gonna happen. I'm telling you right now, it's never gonna <laughs> you don't think so? I, I don't think they'll get Sean happen. Connery. No, that dude is fully committed to not I, being yeah. in anything. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, like Pierce Brosnan, you know, yeah, you like, get Brosnan, at least you can they get, can, like, get him. They're not. Are they all alive? Is Roger Moore still alive? I don't, think, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think he is. Roger Moore is dead, but I know. Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, Timothy Dalton, and I don't know if George Lazenby is alive, but he's also the worst Bond, so who cares? Um, you could always cast somebody else and then like skin him with the creepy. You want to rethink technology? You could just insert dead people into the movie. You could. No, I don't want to change it. <laughs> you can make just skinning someone, doubling so down. Dead person can be on a movie. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just. Right. Yeah. yeah, you'll just skin Sean Connery and put his young face on someone else who can do an excellent impression. Oh, yeah. It's not you. It's not you. Not Casey. me. <laughs> it's probably sir. It's not you. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, but like you, I, they'd get Tom, they'd get Tom Hardy to do oh, it. They could. They could. They could because yeah. there's no time to die. But uh, yeah. yeah, looks interesting. Uh, I don't know if I'll see day one. I need some more convincing here because uh, I don't. I yeah. like the fact that I don't know what's going on, but I do like that it has that Bond style. There's like there's like a, like a clean feeling to it. And I like yeah, it. yeah. I, I mean, know. Bond yeah. movies definitely have that aesthetic, which is consistent throughout at least the the Daniel Craig. Like it's all been the same thing, uh, and even some of the Pierce Brosnan stuff. But like, I'm just I just don't care about Bond anymore. Like Bond used to be like how I got my fix for big action, and now with superhero three, four superhero movies a year, like, I get it. I'm done. Like maybe it'll be a nap time movie for me. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm definitely <laughs> not going to see it in theaters. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of like major companies and titles have to step it up. Yeah. And speaking of one that's trying to step it up here, we got uh, the CW hey, doing the thing. They take two steps. it one last hurrah. <laughs> they take two steps forward and then like three steps back. Sometimes, sometimes they get the one Oof. step back, but sometimes it's three. It's kind of it's kind of tough. So, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths starts this major event, five episodes. This is the longest crossover event. This. Uh, CWDC stuff has ever done. Uh, it starts on Sunday, December eighth, I think it is, uh, with oh. Supergirl. That's gonna be. It's gonna go through every single superhero DCCW um, show that is out there, and they're really gearing up. Now you've heard us talk in the past about all the guest appearances coming up. Uh, Brandon Routh is gonna be Superman for Superman Returns again in the Kingdom Come costume. Uh, Kevin Conroy is being for the first time ever live action Bruce yes. Wayne, and he's got yes. like the, I can't wait. I can't he's wait got, like, for the that, robot dude. suit so kind of from like Kingdom Come. It looks like a little bit, which is yeah, kind of, yeah. Kind of interesting. Uh, you'll have Tom Welling reprising his role as Clark Kent from Smallville, as well as uh, Erica Durant as Lois Lane. They, they're really pulling the punches for this one. Um, I have gotten to catch up on Flash so far. There's a lot to catch up on if you don't watch it weekly. Um, and what they're doing in Flash is just very, very interesting, and it makes me really excited. The only down, the only thing I didn't enjoy is what they did with the Wells of this season. That's it. Because if if you don't watch the Flash or if you don't know, um, we don't. Tom Cavanaugh. Just so is we're a, clear, a, we've abandoned. A, oh, shit. I, I haven't <laughs> at all. I've been the Flash is one of the ones I keep up with through better or for worse. Uh, Arrow is kind of harder to do, do sometimes, but anyways, Tom Cavanaugh uh, always plays a scientist called Harrison Wells. And the really cool thing about Harrison Wells is 
they they grab a different wells from the multiverse whenever that character leaves dies becomes a villain whatever the first harrison wells ended up being the reverse flash in disguise mentoring barry trying to get him to his full potential so he could use that for his own purposes uh a new wells comes back who is kind of like what harrison wells was gonna be just a little grumpier he was like if if house was wells essentially yeah doesn't he also have a dead daughter uh, his daughter wasn't dead that no. was the, that was one of the other yeah. ones I think. his daughter was yeah. his daughter was not dead his daughter was actually ended up becoming jesse quick yeah. oh okay um, that's good and then we got a french wells who was called sherlock oh god sherlock wells who was actually really funny he was kind of uh kind of a clown but like he's really kind of cool um you had a wells who actually wasn't smart at all he's more of the steve jobs behind it so he didn't do any of the sciencing he got people to the science for him but he was still ingenious in his own right and now we have this new one whose uh name is is nash wells he's the indiana jones of all of the wells he travels the multiverse hunting the monitor and finding artifacts to get him closer to the monitor that's his whole thing. Wow. Um, at first, Bold. at first you're like, oh, Indiana Jones, this is stupid. Then you find out what he's really hunting, which is the modern. You're like, all right, this is cool. And he's no fear about anything. Um, and then at the last possible moment, at the last episode before Infinite Earth or Christ on Infinite Earth, he just goes, all right, I'll worship the monitor because he thinks that the monitor saves him from death. It's kind of anticlimactic, but whatever. Um, this is going to be a huge event for the DCCW because they've been building towards this uh, this whole season and a little bit into last. Like, they've been actually talking about this on The Flash for quite some time. For five years? Six years? Oh, damn. For a while. Flash wow, has been on wow. for like, yeah. a minute now. It really has <laughs> been. The, like, when you think about yeah. it? Yeah. And Arrow has been on for... This is season nine and this is it. Yeah, out of all of them, I really liked... Uh, I liked Flash and um, the, 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 yeah, the Collection of Heroes one. Oh, Legends? Legends, yeah, yeah, Legends. yeah, yeah. Legends was pretty yeah, good. Legends. Yeah, Legends. So my three are Legends, Arrow, and Flash. Arrow gets really dodgy recently, but this new season mm-hmm. is amazing because he's he's knows he's gonna die. He knows that's it. So the Monitor has him running errands for him, and he's trying to figure out a way to stop what's happening, even though the Monitor says he can't do it. So he's trying to like defy so- the Monitor. It's a very Booster Gold Rip Hunter kind of situation. It kind of is, but he's, he's it's it's a little different. It's a little different, but it's a little very similar. Maybe that's why I dig it a lot. But it, it's it's that's it's it's exactly a very good like uh, victory lap, let's call it, because he goes to the past. He sees alternate Earths, like where things could have been different. He gets to say his goodbyes, and he's got Diggle along for the ride. Um, it's it's actually very well done. It's probably the best season of Arrow, and it's going to be a mini season. Damn. Which is unfortunate. Wow. I must say I caught up with some of this stuff because it has such interesting lore. Yeah. I just never liked their execution yeah, yeah. that yeah. much. And I, and, I, and I feel like if, if they were on like a different network or something like that, it would be I a don't bit think better. It's the but network. it is what it is. I think it's just the writers. Because like you have... St- no, no, no. like No, like that's what I mean. Because it's on CW, this is what they could afford. I, I just, I this, don't, is, this is the talent This is the talent they got to I just don't think that's true shows. though. Because you also have shows on that same network like Supernatural, which have been going on for... 25 million years since the since the it's, this is the last season since since the oh, dawn I can't believe that's still since going. the dawn of the dinosaurs has this show mm-hmm. been on Lord. television um even before televisions were a thing the show was there yeah i don't know how much you like supernatural because like, it always makes me feel bad when i said i don't oh, like so it, I, I stopped I watching it a very like long it? time ago i'll be i'll be clear mm. about this i stopped watching it yeah. uh season nine and i think they're on fifteen. Uh, i think i dropped off season seven the or eight. Su- supernatural was great for seasons one through five when was Metatron? 
six. No. Okay. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Mm. I don't know. But have you have you kept up with the uh, Supergirl? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> or did you, did you try? No. So I'm I'm I still have three episodes of Supergirl, three episodes of Batwoman to get through. And okay. I'm gonna emphasize uh, to get I'm through. Emphasize <laughs> get through. Supergirl is yeah. better than Batwoman, not by much. Really, not by much. They had some really cool stuff that they could have done. They decided not to. This whole season is just. Oh, dude, like, uh, like, uh, Batwoman's like we're reportings for like their viewer drop is like huge. Okay. It's like millions a- after like millions of people after Crisis. Watching. I'm done with with Batwoman. I'm fucking done. I don't care. Like, it's a. I'll, I'll re- if it seems interesting, I'll read spoilers on the internet. <laughs> that's what I'll do. But I'm done with that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to give it a shot, but like after watching the first episode, I was like, "All right, this is all right." Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, literally if Crisis wasn't a thing, I would have dropped it along, just like I did with Black Lightning. Like, I'm not even keeping up with Black Lightning anymore either. I yeah, Black that. Lightning was Black Lightning was all right. It it, it just it, it still felt kind of mediocre to me. I mean, they, they were doing some interesting stuff yeah. when you first started watching it, but I was like, eh, "Well, the first okay, episode but- was brilliant because it was like right at like the the height of of all this like." cop brutality and stuff really coming to light and yeah about yeah that. that, and that's what really like like brought me i was right. like whoa they're going for yeah. this what a network On tv cw yeah i was like damn they got some balls out and there it, what it had that like he's it almost had that like dark knight returns factor too where black lightning's back in the game he was retired for a while and everyone's like oh he's back he's back he's back Oh, you gotta love that trope of a hero coming I love, out. I love <laughs> one so last like it's job. it's a trope, but like honestly, we don't see it too much in live action. What do you mean? We see it all the Where? time. We're in live action for superhero movies or superhero shows. Logan. We saw it with Logan. We saw it with um, Dark. I mean, Dark how Knight far Rises. do you want to go back? I could. That's it. That's I all could I can name, name a couple. There's a there's a there's, few. Okay, so like, let's say. Endgame is everybody coming out of Not retirement really, though. Not yes, really. really. Not absolutely. Really. So let's yes. say, let's say let's let's settle on the number ten movies. Let's say let's be generous. Ten movies with that trope out of how many superhero movies? All right, how many okay. are out there? Now we're really What's the percentage? It's ve- look. It's very popular. It's it's trendy yeah. now to do the old hero sure. comes back. Sure, story. But like to do that on television, they don't do that on television. They haven't. Because it's all about building up the character. Why would they pause it right there? And that was that was very ballsy of Black Lightning to start at a different chapter instead of the first chapter. Yeah. Second question: Do we count westerns as superhero no. movies? No, because that what? happens. Oh, I got. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Follow up. <laughs> That's dumb. Why did you ask that question? Follow up questions: Do we count romantic comedies as superhero movies? Wait, do you have a romantic comedy where they come out of the? I guess. Wait. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just. My mom really loves. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. So, anger man. No, no, God damn it. Stupid. God damn it. it. Yeah. But like, anyway, back, back on course. On course uh, yeah. Thanks, Casey. <laughs> Tom Welling's in this Tom, thing, I'm and I'm excited so for that. Fucking excited, dude. I'm with. I'm with. I'm with. Like, we're with uh, um, Adam and Chat. So, get a guy. Like, if they have some inkling, uh, some like maybe a little hint of of the the opening theme song, oh, they have like, to somehow. They have to. I mean, they well, have. Can you to. imagine they if they to. cut to like Smallville world and it just goes, just just does the build up and then cuts and that's it. It's like dun 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 dun. Somebody, nope. nope. It just cuts. This whole thing is a backdoor pilot for Smallville season. Season ten already happened yeah. in comic book form. Oh, and eleven, I think. What are they up to now? <laughs> yeah, but dude, Kevin Conrad, I'm so yeah. excited for him. He's so he's so excited. Yeah. 
Oh man, the voice of Batman, live action, finally! So I'm like, yeah. yo, you CW writers, better not mess this oh, up. You they mediocre will. bunch of, oh, they, like you interns <laughs> that write all these CW shows. Everyone, everyone okay. is saying you better give him the best lines possible. Don't give him stupid. No, they're, they're going to give him a throwaway. They're not going to be on it. Like, I'm calling right now. Tom Welling, Kevin Conroy, like all these people coming in are not going to be on for very long. I'm calling it right now. It's just the way it's going to yeah. be. And, and they're, they're going like, 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 to have like bad puns and yeah, lines and, stuff and like, like a that. look at the camera ah. and like a nod and like a nod and an like, eyebrow and a wink and then that's it and they're gone. Yeah, it's like you've already sold us. Yeah. Why yeah. deliver? <laughs> I'm still mad about the whole uh, the Lex Luthor thing. How they didn't really give. Um... It's because they were too high on their own product at that point. Because like the... yeah. what John John Cryer no. Michael Rosenbaum. Michael, so, Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they approached Michael Rosenbaum. And they didn't give him anything to work with. Yeah. He was like, "Okay, what am I getting paid? When is it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "We don't know. We don't know." To be the AO, can you just do it? And he's just like, "No, yeah. of what? That's not a contract." I'm not committing to anything. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I can't believe they did that. Like, that's it's just. I'm, I'm just no really hoping, and I know this is not the case, but I'm really hoping that's all just a lie, and they're just like, it is going to be a thing. And he's going to show up at the last possible second. And it's going to be... Oh, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine you if me? literally the same exact thing as the end of uh, Justice League Unlimited? Where he just shows <laughs> up in a suit and goes, sorry, I had to put on my power suit. I had to get my yes. power suit. Oh, that'd be <laughs> so great. That'd be amazing. Oh, That's, my that is the only good live action interpretation of the character. Period. Yeah. What? You can think of a better Lex Luthor. Live action. You don't like Gene Hackman? Get out of here. Gene Hackman. Come fuck on. Out lovable lovable hunter swindling, swindling old ladies out of their Get fortune of to buy here. real estate? No. Yeah. Lex Luthor is a super rich, super successful, calm, collected, evil maniac. And I love that. Well, yeah, if you want to, you know. If you want a good one, one sure. who's like true to the comic, <laughs> who swindles all of America into. Ooh, wait, that's maybe a little too believable. They also did release the new uh, trailer for Legend Season 5, which looks fucking ridiculous if anyone has seen it. It's um, built up with showing a lot of uh, uh, scenes from... Actually, the first thing you see is Kingdom Come Superman, Brandon Routh, like in costume, Ooh, looks which great. looks amazing. Best, best looking retur- returning... And Superman. like he's so much bigger than the Superman from the CW universe. Oh, he's he's a like big boy. there's I've said this. I think it was on Geek Generation. I was on, but if you, there's a picture of him and Tom Welling next to like the CW Superman, and I think his name is Tyler Coughlin or something like that. And he's like a little man. He's like a Tom Cruise size man. <laughs> and like Tom Welling and Brandon Routh oh. are just like like they look pretty buff and they're big and they're tall and they're like you know Superman. And this guy's just like. I'm Superman too, guys. It's, it's like it's like when you're playing like superheroes and your little brother is like, I want to be Superman too. It's like, shut up. You can't be three Supermen. Okay, you could be you could be tiny Superman. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. Yeah, like. yeah, he always looked odd like the, the CW yeah. Superman guy they got. I'm like, who is this dude? Yeah. He doesn't look very Superman. Well, they needed to make him not bigger than Supergirl. True. <laughs> That's what it was. True. 100% what it was. True, true. Yeah, when when he first was actually shown and put into, I actually saw an episode of Supergirl, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "I'm here to support you, whatever you need." I'm like, "What the fuck is, is so this?" Bad. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just like uh, super close. It's like, all right, I want your help, but I want I don't want you to tell me what to do. I just want you to be by my side and help me out with whatever I need. And he was like, I got yeah. you. And I'm like, holy shit, who's like like boyfriend fantasy novels just coming to life? It's, it's literally. Are we doing like, this again? We're doing. We're really. Doing we're, this I won't this do again. it again. <laughs> all I will say. I mean, hey, every time. I mean, I mean, I mean, you say again, but it keeps happening. I mean, are first we, of all, I mean, are we making I'm, shit up? Or I'm are we so seeing upset. stuff that's already there? I'm really upset that we didn't go the whole like Rick and Morty route where it's like, what's up? I'm Tiny Superman. No. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. If, if, it's, if look, you like the ideas behind Supergirl story arcs and if. <laughs> read if, a Superman comic Yeah, if, if read a Superman <laughs> comic book. Read the Joe Kelly run. Because they literally just steal everything from Superman, including Red Sun. What? Oh, you didn't hear about this, Casey? Did. Oh, no! Yeah, I know this. Did. This is this is going off on a tangent, but let me tell you, they have Soviet. They Supergirl. have Soviet Supergirl, and it's so it's it's not I'm it's mad. the same reality. It's like almost like Bizarro and Supergirl kind of combined into one, almost, but not Bizarro. Okay. So, um, they get like Black Kryptonite or something, and then there's this clone of Supergirl that's made blank slate, no memories, no nothing. Lands not in Russia, but like I can't believe it's not Russia, kind of deal. Like, they can't say it's Russia, but it's kind of Russia. It's like, uh, I can't remember what the fuck place it's called. But um, so she lands there, blank slate. Uh, the That government finds her. They they somehow call Lex Luthor, who's in prison. And Lex is like, I am there. Goes to the warden and goes, I'm leaving for 48 hours. If you don't let me out, your mom's dead or something. Lex luthor bullshit thing. And he's like, Whoa. okay, cool. So then he starts, like, training her to, like, be an evil supergirl essentially without her realizing it because it's a real nature versus nurture story but he even calls her his red daughter and at that point i was just like get out get 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 out <laughs> writers get out Come you failed on. miserably um it, 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 that's not even the most cringeworthy worthy thing it's 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 all terrible you know what we'll save it it's she's like, a helmet. She's like an iron man like heads up display. yeah she has like this iron man suit to help her from kryptonite stuff it's it's stupid but um they okay. what they have done in this new season is they brought phil lamar in to play um john jones's brother and not only is he the voice what? of the martian he actually is like they turn him into human form and it's phil lamar it looks so goofy yeah. okay. but like so they goofy. do these things where it's just like I know you, some of you know what you're doing because you bring in like, like John Jones's father is the the voice of Martian Manhunter from Justice League. Aren't all of them supposed to be dead? No, I mean, isn't Martian Manhunter supposed to be he's like supposed the to be, but they all just kind of yeah, come but, out but, of but not work. even like, yeah, but like not even the cartoon back in the day, like there was still like, um, McGann, there was like another one, there was like, 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 like a white yeah. Martian. Dude, who, McGann's yeah, a white McGann's Martian. White. They're yeah. like, yeah, 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 they're yeah, the yeah. evil yeah. ones. So, yeah. I'm talking the classic green good what guy they Marshall. what they He's say is like the a few of them kind. like escaped but like the majority of them are dead but like carl lumley who was a voice of the original one shows up and that was kind of that's, that's cool. kind of i mean cool. that's cool but it's also like he also dies waste. too so like don't he dies like that season so it's not anything crazy but like Great. he didn't know he had a brother and then he found out he does and it's phil lamar so like someone in casting knows what they're doing because they keep on getting like all of these like like these nerd Easter eggs, and you're like, yeah, someone there knows what they're doing. No one else does, and it's just very unfortunate. I do, but with these CW shows, like, there's so many people around, like the bad writing that know what they're doing. The production is always like 
pretty good, yeah. pretty great. Like like casting, like you said, music, like the, like all these things are amazing. They can if come they together. could just claw into Greg Berlanti and get yeah. it right. Seriously, I mean, they even have like guest directors like Kevin Smith yeah. who does episodes for some of those things, and he's just like, and when he talks about, it, he's like, dude, some of these things are like big movie sets. They're like, holy shit, look yeah. at that. And dude, like, didn't the, Gail, the way the didn't suits Gail are, Simone write an I, episode I, or two I of I the think Flash? She did, yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's a big time comic. Yeah, like person. the the Flash is fairly solid. Like it has its missteps, but it's fairly solid. Arrow, same deal. Legends has been, in my opinion, nothing but just like it's a goofy show, so they have goofy writing. Mm-hmm. But like, at what yeah. it is, like you know, you're not. Yeah. they're committed to their yeah. gimmick. And bringing in Constantine was a stroke of genius, like amazing, because that's how they bring in magic, and that's how they really kind of like expand. Because you can only do time travel so much before it starts getting stale. Yeah, you start stepping on like yeah. Doctor Who and stuff like that. So, you know, they they're doing a really solid one. Um, Legends season five. It's a, it's a, I don't remember when it comes out, uh, but they always have like an off season. Like they're like a mid season kind of show. So be on the lookout for that. Last season was really solid, had a great um, cliffhanger. And they're going to play, I think they're going to play with the time travel mechanic of like um, a character gets replaced because they mess with time too much and no one really realizes it except us, the viewers, because we've seen everything. So I'm I'm kind of seeing I'm kind of curious to see where that goes. So there's that. Next yep. up, Casey. Hmm. Uh, next up, did you guys hear that they're bringing back Legends of the Hidden Temple? No. Are are, are they bringing well, it back, of. Casey? No. Okay. But Disney is totally ripping off the idea and probably making it something oh, better. So that makes sense why I didn't hear about it. The idea is called Star Wars Jedi Ooh. Temple Challenge. And it's a game show that tests young contestants' abilities in the core Jedi principles of strength, knowledge, and bravery as they face thrilling and fun obstacles in an attempt to achieve the rank of Jedi Knight. Uh, and the best part about it is that it's hosted by none other than legendary character actor Ahmed Best. <gasps> Jar Jar Binks! What? It's Jar Jar! He's the Jedi I Master. Knew he was he's up like to more. He's not. He's not. This is things. not Jedi. This is Sith. Yeah, Sith Temple <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> I wish. Like, like no, the, <laughs> the, the, the logo Sith breaks down. <laughs> they're probably going to be the Temple Guards. They run around half naked and steal your trinkets. Oh God, that's a classic Sith thing, right? Get out of here. Yeah. Totally. Shrine of the Silver Kawaki and Monkey Lizard. Anybody? Get no? out of here. None of you guys are feeling no. this. This. This is not. Wow. Keep I going. guess we've really aged out of the. Yeah, preteen demographic for Legends. Of I'm not. Like, I was wanting to see how how much you can yeah. do. Yeah, really? That was it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I. It. It seems like a cool idea. I mean, I've already got Disney Plus, so it's like, why the fuck? Yeah, not? that's fair. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I I miss the the heyday of having you know Family Double Dare and and crazy shows like that. With Mark Summers and I don't know, man. All like, that like jazz. like watching like game shows and things like that and people competing like just doesn't do it for me anymore. Like Wow, you're I'm over, just it, over huh? it. Like um everyone knows how how much I like Dak Shepard and how much I enjoy listening to that crazy maniac on his podcast. Uh he has a yeah. game show and I was like, All right, let's watch this. Dak Shepard being a cheesy game show host, hey, I'm here for it. And I watched maybe twenty minutes of it. I was like I can't, can't do it. It's it, it's it's not it. him, it's not the show, it's me. I think like I'm breaking up with someone, but like, wow. it's just like I'm watching it. I'm just like, I don't care if this person wins or loses. Like, 
Even when you're sick and home from work? No. Nothing, well, no I think that's the prices, problem is right? because when these game shows were created and you were sick and home from work, you had nothing else to watch. Hmm. We have literally a I subscription guess. service for everything. <laughs> I can find something to watch. It's a different Finding time Finding something now. to watch is what I watch when I'm sick and in bed and have nothing to watch. Because I'll do that for like an hour and then I'll just take a nap because I'm tuckered out. Yeah, this could be interesting. I, I mean, I don't know the show's format or how it's going to go or if it's interactive and stuff like Everybody's that. Everybody's I mean, operating under the assumption it's just Legends of the Hidden Temple, yeah. but Star Wars themed. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but personally, I was hoping for like a Guts scenario so they could bring Ooh. back a fucking aggro crag. Nobody beats the crag. Can Michael Malley, can Michael <laughs> Malley be in it? Michael Malley has to be in it. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Can you imagine Michael Malley as a Jedi Knight or a Jedi Master? Ooh. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like tag and bank level casting is what that would be. <laughs> yeah, uh, that looks pretty solid. Uh, as long as they have a diaper changing challenge, because everyone knows that if it has Star Wars now, it's got to have a new character in there. It's got to have a baby character. It's got to yeah. have a baby Yoda Yaddle. Yeah, baby Yoda. Yaddle. Baby Yaddle. Baby Yaddle. <laughs> And speaking of which, <laughs> on Friday, we had a new episode. Every Friday until end of December, we're going to have a new episode of The Mandalorian. Episode four, Mandalorian. Oh, man. And was this one Love of my it. favorites it's so, so far? Good. Really? Oh, yeah. Big time. Where do you want me to start? At the beginning. Start. A oh very good God. place to start. No, I'm not starting at the beginning. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that, Greg. Fuck starting at the beginning. I'm starting at the fact that this is the first time I've seen an ATST that made me practically I know. shit my pants. Yeah, what was up with that? So the ATST is like, like a creature. Like it, there was nobody piling in it. What the hell? No, there was, there probably, was probably somebody in there, inside. Yeah. But probably, had... but the way they made it seem like with the red eyes yeah. and shit, it was autonomous. Like, it was really cool. Yeah, right. An and and also, it was making it was making noises like if it was a creature. It was all like, well, like yeah. Well, it's hell? probably ru- it's like yeah, rusty and all old and yeah. all tribaled up. Like it's it's so cool. Yeah. The thing rises out of the ground, and the Mandalorian and his new sidekick, best friend, Cara Dune. Um, Cara Dune. They, he's just like, run, run. And, like, they book it. I'm like, man, I've seen these things get taken out by teddy bears and a larger teddy bear named Chewbacca. <laughs> like, give me a break. I'm not afraid of these things, but no. Apparently, when all you're armed with is a couple of guns and some sticks, not really a, not really a great play Yeah, yeah. Uh, against these raiders. But... The whole episode was great. You get great baby Yoda mm-hmm. bits. You get uh, Gina Carano kicking all kinds of ass yeah. all over 100%. this episode. Punching helmeted Beskar dude. Yeah, let's face. let's talk about that. So I enjoyed Gina Carano's <laughs> character, right? But uh, I, I had a problem with, with the fight scene. One, as a production person, uh, I didn't care for, for, for the quick cuts. Gina Carano Too is a cuts, fighter. Yeah. Let's use some wide shots. Let's have her choreograph uh, some stuff in there. Because apparently she was using some of her own moves that yep. she knows because she's an actual fighter. But we still, Brian Stiles Howard... Um, we're still using this this thing where your actors can't do too much. And I understand that Pedro Pascal is actually in the Mandalorian armor. 
Um, so and it's very constricting, obviously, mm. because it's not like too many things you can do. If you would ask any Mando and uh, any Mando cosplayer, it looks how, heavy too. Yeah, and like and like how much action can you really do while doing that? Even though in the previous episode he like flipped yeah, into yeah, a yeah. <laughs> into a thing. Yeah, like later when Carl Weathers was telling him, like, "All right, Mando, you put down the baby, and maybe we'll spare you." And he's like, "Or we we we, we kill you. <laughs> yeah. We take the baby and, and scrapping for parts." And then he shoots like he shoots one of the uh, the bounty hunters. He flips into a thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so you can do some kind of." Movement with this uh, with this guy, yeah. So so my whole thing was production wise. Didn't like the quick cuts. I didn't like the the close ups. So that's what, that's what you do when both your actors can't do right. fighting. Yeah. You make it look like they can fight, but Gina Carano can fight. Uh, two, yeah, she's punching him in the face, and he has Beskar armor, which can take a glancing blow from a lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, if you take a stab at it, it'll, it'll fucking die. It'll yeah. take blaster fire and and somewhat protect you from like explosions and shit. But she punches him. With just regular gloves on, or maybe she has special gloves, and that's what she was able to punch yeah, him. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe she's just fucking made of beef. And yeah, just... yeah, but she's punching him in this like legendary <laughs> Mandalorian like no, metal yeah. armor. I you know. know what I mean? Like, like I have no problem with with her getting shots like underneath his his or in, underneath his breastplate. You know, getting him with the gut, using the yeah. grappling moves, was really good. Flipping him over, using his body against him, that yeah. was really good because again, she's a fighter. That's what she a does. Punching him in the face. That's how she gets. That's how she gets yeah. down. Just like how when he, when he was when he was walking outside looking for her. Oh crap! Where'd she go? She got the jump on him. That was really good. Um, <laughs> Crazy but, yeah, but yeah, straight up punching him in the face and then punching him to the ground. I was like, nah, miss me with that bullshit. Yeah. That's I think such that's bullshit. I think that's pretty fucking metal, though. I mean, it is, but like, okay, so 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 it's like that thing with Hobbs and Shaw. It's like, all right, I want to get here. Just fucking get us there, yeah. writers. Just get right. us there. It's like yeah. I'm gonna write in like uh, a Cara Dune beats up Mandalorian. Just get us there. Punches him right in the helmet. But it was also like it was an unnecessary way to get there, too. It was. It was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, like, 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 I mean, you could have done something like instead of punching him in the face, she does like a sweep kick, and then she's got like an Assassin's Creed blade yeah. that she like puts under his chin. I mean, I mean, like... she she does a lot of things. Like when he goes to use his flamethrower, she steps on it smartly. Yep. She yeah. grabs him. He grabs her leg. She flips him over. There's a lot of really cool stuff in here. That can I tell you how much gives I you a real it. fight? He's got to shake his flamethrower like it's a can of spray paint. <laughs> yeah, like every time. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, oh, God, I gotta get this thing going. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, that's great. But uh, but yeah, but, but like that aside, like the shots aside, like I want to see what. Come, come on, Disney. Like like you're all the other directors in the fight scenes and stuff like that, or in the other scenes, more wide shots, big action. Like when we had the IG Eleven thing when he was shooting around, like the coolest yeah. shot. With that IG-11, was, yeah. was him doing the gun foo shooting around. It was a nice big wide. We could see everything happening because you have cool stuff happening. Yeah. You know, uh, so I want to see like more of that. You know, same thing with the uh, with the with the mud horn. It wasn't a lot of close ups. It was a lot of like nice mid to like wide shots. We got to see like the man was getting pounded and hit. And same thing yeah. with the Jawas when he was fight when he was shooting at the Jawas when he was like running after them. These nice big sweeping shots. Man. You know what I mean? Like it keeps it interesting. You gotta you gotta put stuff in the scene for us to be like, oh, yeah, that's I, so cool. I think in this one they just really wanted everything close up and i i think that was felt best when they were you know fighting in the trenches as it were mm-hmm. um those close-up that shots was really, really cool. worked but but yeah, yeah you, you know what in hindsight a lot of the uh the those quick cuts really sort of take you yeah. out of it 
And there's some bit. interesting uh, uh, YouTube videos by um, by people who study film and, and study like fight choreography and something like that. Like uh, I'll have to look back and, and take a look at the guy, but he does like uh, Jackie Chan's style of martial arts and fighting and filmmaking as opposed to the Western style. And you see a huge difference of like what he does with wide shots and training and training and training. Same way the director of John Wick, like it's all his actors, even Halle Berry had to go through that rigorous training uh, to get the shots because it's like we're shooting wide, baby. You got to do it. You got to yeah. get it going. And, uh, one take, yeah, exactly. one take, Mister yeah. Reeves. But uh, but I thought I thought a cool thing uh, John Favreau was doing was keeping in line with this is a, uh, like a space western, you know. Oh, so you yeah. had you had the whole like the the western town, the 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 Seven Samurai, like like a Kiwisawa thing. <laughs> that we one have... episode of Firefly with all the prostitutes. Yeah, that. So so you have nothing. So you yeah. really? I, I never watched Firefly. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, you never played Halo. <laughs> <laughs> And I've seen and played yeah. those. Exactly. Together. <laughs> Greg has done. Greg has done it. Oh. But uh, yeah, I like the whole like the, the like the, the villagers thing. Uh, you know, they they're they're being ransacked by these like dog puppy people who have more advanced technology. They're, they're, these guys are pretty much Amish. Yeah. Um, they're in, like this little like this fishing village, and they're like, oh, please, we are we put, but we, simple krill fishermen. <laughs> yeah, we, we put all our money together to have a big strong uh, cowboy. Uh, I mean samurai uh, Mandalorian uh, help us out against these things. And it then, took us a day to walk here. <laughs> and then along with Gina Carano. Um, they go and help this village, and they're just like, "Wait a minute! There's an ATST, a walker that you guys didn't tell us yeah. about." And they're like, "And the villagers are like, what's that? <laughs> what are you talking about? Bad news! You can't live here anymore." <laughs> yeah, I love that scene. Where you guys got to move. What do you mean? Well, there's a, the walker uh, you guys didn't tell us about. Where do you? What's that? <laughs> you know the big you, metal you thing that monster? shoots out. I, I love their reasoning. Yeah. It's like, well, my father, like my his father, and if you look around, it's just like. My my great great ancestor built that small hill, and <laughs> that I feel like you can just that crab like you just zoom out and it's just like <laughs> wasteland, just swamp wasteland, and it's just like yeah. like, like the Mandalorian, just like what? Yeah, <laughs> no, there is a wide shot where you see the whole village yeah, and there's, there's nothing, nothing on the outskirts, whole... which is why he went there. He was like, yeah. oh, in the middle of nowhere, you say, mm. Mm, good mm. place to hide out, me thinks. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and yet somehow. One of the little Garindan guys ends up tracking him all the way to this yeah. planet. Well, like I, I yeah. think that everyone went to get the the marker. They went to that one planet and like the, you know the first three episodes, and then once it was like, all right, he's gone. Everyone's like, all right, I'm just gonna go do what I I have to do. And this guy yeah. probably was just like, all right, I'm just gonna go to this random planet, get drunk, and pass out. And then all of a sudden, his like thing started beeping, and he's like, interesting. And I think that's gonna be a common thing throughout all these episodes. Is like they go to a random planet. Like it's I, I hope it doesn't do like Walking Dead type re- repetitiveness where it's like, all right, we're fine, we're chill. No, oh my it, god, it's a guy with the thing. We gotta go. <laughs> this is what's yeah. gonna happen. I think at some point in this season, not you know, definitely before the next one, he's gonna flip it and go on the offensive to everybody who has Ooh. one of these tracking Ooh. fobs. Because there's a lot yeah. of them, but there's not an yeah. infinite right. amount of them. Right. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, like, um, everyone in the guild had yeah. one, right? Does he yeah. take down the guild? Is he going John Wick on that planet? On that planet, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, so, it's pretty much oh John. Oh my Wick. god! Yeah, it's a lot of it's it. it's very John yeah. Wick. Um, but I think yeah, he like they're gonna by the end of this season they're gonna take out everybody who's got a fob, yeah. and the second season is like okay we're free now what? Mm. Like we're mm. really free, mm. and then. That's how they leave it. They don't leave you on a bad twist. They leave you on a what the fuck could possibly happen now. 
I like it. And the answer is Boba Be- Fett. <laughs> the answer, <laughs> baby Boba Fett. Just kidding. It's, yeah, it's all baby things. Well, one thing I did, another thing I liked about this episode, it, it further it further established uh, the Mandalorian himself, yeah. who turns out not to be a Mandalorian. This is something that I, I found interesting. As soon as they revealed that, I was like, great. So we have three Mandalorians. The three biggest Mandalorians in Star Wars history are not Mandalorian. <laughs> are not Mandalorians. It's like, can we get some real Mandalorians? I'm, well, I'm, I'm, think, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking maybe that, that big Mando, the, the, the John Favre well, we Mando, John Favre. The Vizsla. Know, though. Yeah. Was actually a Mando. Know. We don't know if any man of the remaining Mandalorians that we saw down there. Well, well, I think I think the big man, the, 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 the John Fav Mando, is actually one because when he was questioning uh, uh, our Mando about like his loyalty and stuff like that, he was just like, uh, when when the when the, uh, when the head Mando with the horns right, and gold right, helmet, right. Uh, she was like, oh, have you ever taken off your helmet? Yada yada. And the guy was just like, and the big Mando was like, oh well, you're no. He tries to take off his helmet because he's like, man, I know this guy's not a real man. Man, get the helmet off. <laughs> get the helmet Maybe. out of here. I mean. They, it, like that would make sense, but it could also be something else where he's like picking up insecurities or just projecting onto the main. Well, here's the, here's the yeah. thing with these new Mandos, <clears throat> and Greg, I'm sure can attest. Well, I mean, we've we've all seen Rebels, yeah. right? Most right. part, yeah. <clears throat> so we know that the helmet removing rule is not really a thing. Is it? No, because Sabine new. takes it off. Like they all take it off. Even yeah, take, even in um, Bo-Katan Kreese takes hers off so all the time. This is what mm. this is what I'm thinking because this takes place. In a much different time than Rebels. Twenty? Right? No, no, it's not is much. It Twenty years? I keep on 15? getting messed up. All the Star Wars stuff comes out in different timelines, way too far apart from everything. This is this damn is it, from, no, This is not. This is nine ABY. This, right? So this is yeah. So like, I'm wondering if this is like a sect of Mandalorians that just like abide by different rules. Because you're right, because yeah. in the Clone Wars animated series, we see Mandalorians taking off their helmets left and right. It's just like like an accessory for them at that point. Sabine keeps on taking off her helmet, um, but... She's kind of a yeah, rebel. Like, I don't think she considers herself a Mandalorian. She comes around, she comes around to, to it. it. But that was actually a big part of it, too, because she was the big Av- Avril Lavigne, like... Yeah, her her, ho- her house is in, was in exile. Right. But we have seen Mandalorians until... take off their helmets quite a bit. But I don't yeah. remember if if this is before or after Rebels. It's after. This is after Rebels, yeah. Rebels is before New Hope, dude. Oh, you're right. See, I keep on getting fucked up. You're thinking, of, thinking resistance. of resistance. So yeah, <laughs> which so there this are so no this is like much later then. So then that makes sense to me. Why? Like they they're now like we don't take off our helmets. This is we don't do this because now they're just different. And also, like, they're trying to probably rebuild, like, their population and not through just, like, having sexy good times. It's like they're trying to, like, get honorable <laughs> people onto their side and be like, all right, this is literally, this is the way. This is how we do it. And I like that he explains that way. he hasn't taken his helmet off, like, since he was a child when he was telling that, that sexy yeah. mom. Um, you know, she was like, oh, you ever take it off? What's going on? Well, I haven't taken it off since I was about their age. Points out the window to all the kids playing outside. And she was just like, what? what? And he's like, well, and, like you know, like she's like, when the last time you took it off? He was like, yesterday when yeah. I ate. <laughs> yeah. So we do know that he does take it off. Like he doesn't, he doesn't just make like protein shakes and put a straw up there. It's just like, mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, another thing that, that, that I found uh, actually kind of weird, though, is um, later on when they're doing the battle against the, the dog puppy people. Uh, dog puppy people. ST, Dog puppy, dog puppy <laughs> people, yes. they'll do things to you. 
in your village? Um, was that was that uh, in one of the episodes where he was on the other planet? He was saying how uh, with the Jawas, he was saying how he can't remove his rifle; it's a part of his mm. religion. But then he gives it to Cara Dune to go take down the ATST. Mm. So his rules are bendable, or is it because she just needs it? I, I think know. he was just being an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> You think so? Yeah, it's like it's like you know if you're in the car with your dad and you're playing your game, he's like, "I put that game down and appreciate the scenery." And it's like, "I can't put it down, Dad. It's part of my religion." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He seemed kind of he seemed he had some. No, I think I think I agree. I think he's being an asshole. I, th- I think he didn't. I <laughs> think, think so? he didn't want to be unarmed. The way the, around these things. It's the. De- I think the delivery of it really said. It's like it's part of my religion. Yeah. Like, it also, right, if it, well, the way he said it, he was just like, like, "You ain't taking like, this from me." If yeah. it really was a part of his religion, he wouldn't have put it down so easily. Because literally, the yeah. next line was like, "You got to do that, or we're, you're not getting." And it in back. the next episode, he gives it to Cara Dune yeah. to use. That's what I just said. No, I know, but I'm. Yeah. I'm saying it's how much of it. Yeah, if it's that right. sacred, though. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, but I mean, yeah, exactly. But I mean, if it is positive religion, is this another case of like, like we we're writing this thing and we just need to get there, you know? Uh, I don't understand the question. You I lost yeah, me. No, you lost me too. You lost okay, me on the point. So I need so, a diagram. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna skip over that because that's a whole rabbit hole okay. I can open up. Okay. Um. Let's yeah. Not yeah. Do anyway. It. Anyway, uh, the siege on on the the enemy um, stronghold I thought was was really cool. Yeah, just just showing how these two are such big badasses. They can go to this village. And I, I like it too because it was kind of like splitter celly, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like like stealth yeah. game kill. And then they went loud. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, definitely fuck that up. I thought it was a really cool scene. Like these episodes have some really cool scenes in them. Well, we're it, just like, all right, again, it, it's they only have max of forty minutes, forty five minutes. Like that's the longest episode that we've had. And they're they're fortunate in like the formatting because they can have badass things, and because everything is so like interesting and complex, and like you never want to look away. That when a badass thing actually happens, it ha- is more impactful than like literally just having transformers rip each other apart on top of New York City. Because <laughs> I think this is so wild that all these episodes are just different lengths. How much of the stuff do you think like actually gets cut out of the show? I don't think a lot of it right? gets cut. I think everything is like I haven't seen the scripts, but I think it's all probably in the scripts. And I think it's very purposeful. Yeah, I think it so feels too. very purposeful. It feels tight. Yeah, yeah. right. It, it does. Yeah, like 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 John Favreau and Dave Filoni like wrote it, and then they broke it up into episodes, yeah. and then they get the directors to like put their vision yeah. on it. You know, like they need. I one hundred percent think that's the case. It's like Babylon Five. Maybe I haven't nothing. Seen it. I don't know. Sure. The thing with Babylon 5 is they wrote it all at once. That's the way you should do it. And then... 100% the way you should do it. They chopped it up. Yeah, like, you know, the episodes. (laughs) 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 You know? Like, where they should have done. But uh, I wonder if you you guys agree with this. A lot of people, I kind of agree with this a little bit. As an avid anime watcher, I feel like this episode was kind of filler. I mean, the only important stuff came towards yeah. the end, where we find out that that the Mando can't leave the Yoda baby there because it's being tracked. So if he leaves well, it anywhere, it's it's not even going to die. But everyone who is harboring it or holding it is going to die as well. Us. So he has to be on the run or has to find some sort of solution. We find out at like the I, end. So I I think it's sort of fillery. It definitely like feels like a a break in the action, but it was a lot of world building that happened in this episode. The second not episode world building, is way I more fillery than I should, this. I should. You think so? Oh yeah. How so? You don't meet any new characters in the second episode. He's still on the same planet. You could you could get rid of the second episode and not 
really miss a beat on anything. Mm. Like he gets Baby Yoda off the planet and brings him back. The only the only thing that might trip you up is when he goes to get his armor all smithed out and pimped, and she's like, "I'll give you the mudhorn as your sigil." And he's like, "I really think the second episode though is to really get you attached to Baby Yoda." It's hundred percent. There, yeah, all of them, are, all of them are really great, and I wouldn't say like, "Oh, you can skip this one because yeah. why would you if it's all great?" Um, but I, I mean, just, I mean, I, th- 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 this one you can skip. No. I don't think so because because like I think episode three, okay, you have episode one, two, and three. Two, I I kind of agree a little bit that like it it kind of yeah. went a little bit, but it was to build up that relationship with Baby Yoda. And what he went through. I mean, I mean, the part in episode two where where he was getting really like beaten down by the mudhorn, and he was just like on his knees, just holding out his vibroblade in front of him, and he just needed to defend this baby. It's like, damn, he's going through a lot for this kid. Holy crap, yeah. he's got a heart yeah. of gold. Uh, and, and episode three was really like, insane. I mean, you had yeah. the whole him fighting against the guild, doing the whole uh john wick thing and then he blasts off into space and you're like where's this gonna go like what's gonna happen and then you get this episode he gets onto a planet uh you got the whole seven samurai thing happen he defends a village and in the very end it's just like well can't leave him here he's still being tracked on the main story i see i think the point of this was to show and i think it's going to pay off later is to show that the mandalorian does have doubts in the road that he's picked on his journey that's 100% yeah. what this is. And this is the real establishing nowhere is safe yeah. thing. You know? Because you can say, like, at the end of episode three, it's like, oh, we'll find you, Mando, you son of a bitch. We'll hunt you to the ends of the earth, <laughs> you <Shaka>! motherfucker. <laughs> um, but this one, it really proves it. I mean, he goes to a completely remote place where it's like, like, fuck off. They'll never find me here. Like, this is ridiculous. Right. Like, the Empire isn't even fucking yeah. out here. This is crazy. You know, and sure enough, some one of those anteater dudes catches up yep. to him yeah you know? i think it was yeah. necessary to include something like that yeah but, yeah this episode had a lot of know. like the direction was interesting but like just the fact that it shows that the mandalorian's thinking about ending it being yeah. a mandalorian that you know he is yearning for an end but like duty and honor are binding him to continue <laughs> duty <laughs> but like the, that's kind of like the the sense i got especially when he did this whole you know, we have this whole explanation of like how he can't take off his helmet and how he only really takes it off in private and he does take it off but like to eat and stuff like that and to sleep but no one ever sees yeah, it and they throw the idea with him maybe so right and they have that I mean, like yeah. car doing straight up she's just like so aren't you you know yeah she's like you literally nice take this off you could be here and that's it like no one's ever seen your face you could literally hide in plain sight and he's yeah. like no He's like, no, but I have this honor, even though I'm not. Yeah, the yeah. Like, I'm gritty. Do yeah. the thing, but it's very yeah. like Batmany. I feel like it's very just like I can't stop this, my city, and it's like your city is safe. <laughs> it's never safe, but it is. You've locked them all up. It's <laughs> never there. Bust them out then, I guess. Um, <laughs> but like you had that scene where he gets his like breakfast or whatever, and he's watching the family, watching like the the woman and her daughter, and he takes off the helmet. And he's standing like clear in the window. And for me, that was like yeah. very tempting fate being like I could go either way. And I feel like and he's probably shrouded in darkness, to be honest. But like he I think he really kind of wanted her to turn around and see his face, because once that happens, he's out of the game. That's it. He's done. He's standing in the window. Look at me. Look, 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 I, that's kind of how I interpreted that whole scene. Um, this episode di- didn't didn't disappoint. It was forty four minutes, I think. Didn't feel like it. It never yeah. feels like it. 
Yeah. Nope. They all feel the same length, even though they're blatantly not. I want more. Yeah. And we'll get more in an hour yes. and a half. I'm yeah. staying up late. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the episodes are doing really well. And I'm just I'm more excited to see the next episode than I am to see the last episode of the Skywalker saga. Here's, it just yeah. goes to show. Here's the question I want to oh, throw you. You know, because as an avid browser of of many a mm. meme for yeah. sequel and prequel alike. Hello there. Mm. But uh do you think this is the best live action thing of Star Wars we've gotten since 1983? Well, wow, that's a very big question. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like it's yeah. answerable. I, I would, I would say it's up there because it, it, it feels like an old school Star Wars. It doesn't feel like the newer ones where it's kind of like really quick and they're rushing through stuff. Uh, I really like the pacing a lot. I like the characters. I like the practical effects. Uh, the armor, the all the actors are doing a bang up job. I mean, oh, yeah. Werner Herzog himself is just like I love uh, the baby Yoda's. Dude, it's so crazy. How uncharacteristic. Uh, You've accepted both payment and... Oh, it's so good! Like, it's great. You can just rewind those yeah. scenes over and over and over again. Yeah, and like, you know, yeah, but Bryce Dallas Howard did data. She, she did a pretty good job. This is her, her debut mm. in Star Wars. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like it a lot. I mean, I mean, so it's, it's going to be... I think someone's going to put this all together so you can watch it all in one go when it's all said mm. and done. But oh, man, I, I'm definitely going to revisit it oh, once yeah, it's all done. I, oh, I've yeah. been revisiting yeah. it. I've been like every time the yeah. new episode comes yeah, out, same. I watch the the previous episode, and I just go right through. If yeah. I had the time, I'd watch them from the beginning all the way through, every time. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's just I love it because you don't know what's going to happen yeah. next. I mean, this is like our new Game of Thrones with <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully they, they stick the landing in. I, think oh, like, I, I can't wait to see what, what, what the next director is going to say. Do. What you will about Rebels and about Clone Wars, but their endings were great. Like I they, loved I loved Rebels they, all the I, way. I like there was a couple of here and there. I was like, really, and the same thing with Clone Wars. So I was like, really, do I really care about this? But like, yeah, it hits the same. main points, and then it ends on just like these crazy notes, and and like especially the final seasons are just like they're all just like fan service at that point. They're like, oh, it's Rebels. Yeah. Darth Vader is running around. Did you want to see him? Oh, <laughs> oh, Ahsoka is a main character in Rebels now. Oh, did you want to see her against Darth Vader? Oh, then here, here you go, and you're just like, holy. That's season fuck. two, it's, man. It's, it's it's really like the they order like that, and also there are certain things where like they 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 force the rebels into situations with these like legacy yeah. characters. It's like, hey guys, remember Mon Mothma? Well, here yeah, she yeah. is interacting with the yeah. rebels. Whoa, but that's crazy. Oh, it's it's crazy. We got young crazy Lando. Also, well, that's you're right, young Lando. Well, guys, remember that's great stuff over How here. About Grand Admiral Thrawn, everyone's yeah. favorite. Legends character. <laughs> Put him. Oh in. man, yeah, they did a really good job with Grand Admiral Thrawn. Rebels, I, th- I thought was all right. I kept watching it just to stay up on Star Wars. It had some pretty good themes. I just wish the animation was different. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the lightsabers like, are I think, acquired taste as well. I'll say. Yeah, it's a, them being, it's a huge them being toothpicks was really Wars. odd. Like, I really liked the the story arc with the Grand Inquisitor. I thought he was yeah. really cool, but I didn't like how his lightsaber was like yeah. a toothpick. And I was watching back some of his scenes where he was fighting like Kanan and stuff like that. And I didn't like that that very jarring animation where it looked like they were almost like oh, stop motion. I don't mind. Motion, that. I don't mind. Not it's, really. it's like it's not it's not as yeah. stop motion as like Spider Verse was. Spider Verse was very much yeah exactly, but you know what I mean. Like it's, it's, it's almost if, it, it's almost if they, they they cut out frames in Rebels just to just to cheapen like it's just to shorten yeah. the render time because if you have more fluid right. motion with sabers and stuff like that, like if you um, God, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to, how to describe it in like production turns, but you know instead of having like like uh, like a lightsaber swiping across the scene, as if they have the start and the end of the saber in the middle, they cut out 
that motion and then you have the beginning and end so it like yeah. jerks around so when the characters are fighting you kind of get this motion I don't think it's that bad though and, and a lot of the animations like that it's really weird and they also have like the Power Ranger helm syndrome which is really weird so in Power Rangers the characters have to really accentuate right. their helmets because right, they're right. talking if their helmets were, were if their helmets were still like you and I can talk and our heads can yeah. be very still but oh, if it's not moving around like right. this nod and... exactly the nod stuff and a lot of like in, in Rebels the animation I really didn't care for that because there'd be like oh my name is <laughs> I'm like, why is your yeah. head bobbing like that? It's really <laughs> Hello, weird. Hello, my name yeah. is TV's Casey. Well, like, yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh no, it's Darth Vader who's coming after us. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? But everybody loves it. I just like it. to point out that Serge is able to do that with his headphones intact and Casey's hit the microphone. It's almost like it's almost like I did it. It's, it's almost, it. it's, it's yeah, almost, <laughs> almost, almost, it's almost. But uh, yeah, yeah. Rebels was alright. But uh, Mandalorian, I, dude, like it just keeps I, getting yeah, better. I don't and think better. it's and, like this. It's this the one was best right. live action thing. Like it's my one of my favorites for sure. But like I think like Rogue One is yeah. also up there as well. Can't don't forget about yes. that. Yes, because like yeah. this very much is like that same vein of okay, we got the classic like creatures and characters from the like you know episodes four, five, six. But we also have that, like, quality control that, like, Rogue One had where, like, everything looks really nice. Like, visually, like, the cinematography, just, like, even, like, the, the, the film grain on it, just, like, it feels all really good and, like, high budget. And even though it's probably not that high budget anymore, because, like, your goddamn phone could probably do something similar to that. But, like, <laughs> it just feels nice and it feels Star Wars. And I think that's where it's succeeding where, like, maybe some other properties in that universe have not. Yeah, and it, it's, it's cool, too, because it feels like it's not trying to be Star right. Wars. You know? Like, like I felt like uh, The Last Jedi was trying to be Star Wars. Even <laughs> had, like, the Star Last Wars Jedi satire. was trying so hard not to be Star Wars that it was actually started to be Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, like 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 when 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 uh, when Luke Skywalker's monologuing and he was like saying his own name because I wanted to be Luke Skywalker yeah. Jedi. I was like, "Fuck you, right?" Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. It's like is that satire within Star Wars? and like, like like that one scene where it looks like a ship is landing, but it's mm. an iron. It's like that's from Spaceballs. What yeah. the fuck? That's kind of weird. <laughs> I feel like it was trying to be a Star Wars instead of being a Star yeah. Wars. Same thing with Solo. It's like. It's like, hmm, who are your people? I have no people. Hmm, Han. <laughs> I was like, what is this? But this, it feels like the lived-in world, the lived-in future that Star Wars is. Yeah. And we're following this guy through his journey. It just, it feels yeah. right. It does. You know? it, it doesn't have yeah. to reference anything else in Star Wars. Which is great. Yes, and yeah. that's the other thing too. It doesn't have to. It had some stuff in the first episode, but it felt normal. He's right. walking through this world, and all these creatures and certain things like live in there. Like you had the salacious crumb-looking yeah. creature who was just yeah, like yeah, on yeah, a spit. Yeah. There's another one yeah. in a cage. I mean, it was in a market, and they're yeah. cooking stuff and selling stuff. It wasn't like, oh, remember his latest come character? Let it up, Lambado. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, it's this lived-in world, and like he's yeah. walking it through. It feels great. It feels natural. Like yeah. this is this is probably my favorite thing on Disney Plus right now, hands down. Actually, not probably. It is my favorite thing yeah, on Disney Plus, hands down. Yeah, wh like what else is really rustling your jimmies? Your entire. I mean, Jeff Goldblum is very magical. Jeff Goldblum is pretty, pretty fucking good. magical. Yeah. When he says, yeah. "Hey, I'm Jeff Goldblum, and I'm best shoes. known for my hands," you have to just laugh. There's nothing yeah. else you can do. I mean, look, D yeah. Dave was very convincing when he's like, "My entire childhood is on here." The entire Disney action block. I'm just like, "Yeah, you're yeah. right, though." Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait for it. It gets me uh, excited for more like Disney Plus originals. I can't wait for all. The, we haven't even got into the end of the, the Marvel original mm -hmm. stuff yet. Oh, like man. what's what's that gonna be like? I'm oh, so dude. I'm actually I'm actually kind of um scared now. If I'm being uh -oh. honest about like the Marvel stuff, because uh -oh. this is just so good. 
It's so perfect. It's like the perfect length of episode because they just give them that creative freedom. It's the perfect number of episodes. Although I'm sure I'm going to not be saying that when I'm like, I want fucking more. I know. (laughs) Dreading that day when it's done. It's just so well done that I don't know if the Marvel shows can deliver what the Mandalorian has delivered. I don't think they can. Yeah. Well, we know one thing. If uh, what Deborah Chow, the director of the last episode, is any indication, the Obi Wan show is going to kick ass. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude. Man. So, oh man, so that we do, there is that. Like she had a bang up job yeah. in the episode. That yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. if, I can't wait to see you, what she does. I mean, if I mean, you rewatch. Sorry, if you rewatch the um, Clone Wars trilogy, so you rewatch episodes one, two, and three, you'll realize that the best part of it is Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, if it was just about Obi-Wan Kenobi and, like, Anakin was just being a douchebag in the background, <laughs> like, it would be a much, much better received, like, sh- just story in general. But, like, episode episode two, I rewatched it. It's very, like, Me Too movement-y. It's very bad. It, All right. It's very, no, like, seriously. And that's all the time we have. No, but like, <laughs> but, like I, so I never, I never noticed that before. Like, Anakin is just like, we're doing this, and Padme is like, no, we're not, and he's like, yes, we are, and it's just like you get this like creep. Like before, when I like when I watched that the second or third time, I didn't get that mm-hmm. vibe, and now all of a sudden I'm just like, holy shit, you need to back the fuck off, dude. Is there is there anything worth watching Attack of the Clones for other than the big Jedi battle and also seeing Natalie Portman in skin tight leather? No, but I think you I think yeah. you summed it up. But, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you're just like I, you, you get this like you start you really see the dark side in him at that point when you're not supposed. Yeah, to. Anakin's fucked up and weird. <laughs> the Yoda fight. Yeah. That's right. When uh, you, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, when you fought yeah. Darth Tyrannus. Oh, Yoda yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's just like. Yeah. We are rewatching it now and seeing all these things kind of come to fruition and being able to see that like little inkling of the darkness inside of them that no one else saw. It's kind of cool. And also kind of shitty. Yeah. And speaking of darkness, hey. that's all the time we have for this episode of Back to the Funky Podcast. Thanks, everyone, who's been tuning in live on Twitch.tv. So that's bad. Could you funky? But checking us out on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts, on everywhere you can listen to a podcast, your various podcast apps, and tuning into Booster hey, Greg yo. streams at Twitch.tv slash mm-hmm. Booster Greg. And uh, yeah, we do this for fun, and we do this for you. So until next time, guys, we'll see you later, or we'll see you another time.